And within a couple of months of helping those animals, I, on a complete whim, I decided to take them all, um, rent a piece of land uh, in the in the backcountry, and and start a wolf sanctuary completely out of the blue. Oh my God! So the turning point that you heard the soundbite of two brothers fighting constantly growing up, and then going onto the same team. The mother says one was a senior, one was a freshman. All of a sudden, they needed each other because they were on the same team. It became a nurturing relationship versus a bitter relationship. How does that mend in your life in terms of what you see, where people have bitterness about life, about themselves, and achieve a turning point? Does that make sense to you when they are convinced that now they need each other? What, what's your interpretation of that story? Well, my interpretation is that these two brothers that in, in that segment that you played um, are the lucky ones, the exception. Uh, the, the majority of the youth that I work with uh, often don't get to the t- turning point and spend their lives as a young person and even as an adult struggling with uh, life circumstances. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there's a, a number of situations that contribute to that turning point. One sometimes is, you know, parenting is, 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 is difficult, it's complicated, there's no manual for it. And, but some parents do one or two things right that eventually helps the, the, the kids push forward. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, in this case, the, these two brothers that you play were, that you uh, referred to were involved in, in sports. Maybe they had a, a good coach. Maybe they had enough drive in themselves, enough desire to succeed that put aside mm-hmm. the rivalry. Now, compared to the animal world, for wolves, this rivalry is ritualistic. So mm-hmm. siblings will challenge each other, never hurt each other, but challenge each other. There will be growls, there will be races, there will be, uh, you know, physical shoving each other. Uh, and, and such uh, as a way to instill this predatorial competition that they have. And mm-hmm. if things are done right, the older sibling will be part of the initiation process into the pack, part of the, the ritualistic rite of passage. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to make an interesting, you know, I'm going to meander in a comparison for you real quick, but then it will make a lot of sense for, for your listeners. You know how, um, you know, some, some people have dogs. I mean, how sometimes your dog will, will walk in a circle in your tile floor in the kitchen before laying down. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that behavior? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or, or they, uh, they will go, you know, pee on a post on the cement floor, but they still scratch, they scratch the cement floor. Those mm-hmm. are leftover instincts that dogs have from the time they were wolves. I mean, that really what a wolf does when they were in a circle, they are, they are pushing down the, gra- the tall grass to make a bedding. So mm. they push it down and then they lay down. When mm-hmm. they, they pee on a tree and then they scratch, what they're doing is they're, they're transferring the, the, the scent that they have in the, in the scent glands on their paws to leave their mark both on the tree and on the, on the ground. Now, mm. the dog, tens of thousands of years later, has a, a remnant, a, a leftover of a confused instinct that they, did, that, that they don't know what it is for, but they still do it in your, in your tile floor, in your kitchen. Mm. The same happened to humans. We, we humans have us, uh, some leftover instincts from the time we were more uh, connected to Earth, more linked to each other, more uh, in balance with nature. We had some, this natural initiation process, these natural behaviors, and today brothers will compete in a, in almost in a, in a confused way. That's why sometimes they actually do hurt each other. Sometimes the competition is unhealthy. Mm. This is the Bee Gees. 
You need, you need to watch this and you'll see the unhealthy. It ultimately became healthy, but it was unhealthy for a while. Exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I got to ask you a question. Have you ever been to the La Brea Tar Pits? One of my favorite places in LA. Because there is a wall in that museum of 430 dire wolf skulls. And I remember yeah, going only... to that museum for the first time and looking at 430 wolf skulls, which the museum thought was cool just to show you how many had died in the tar pit. And as an orthopedic surgeon, I'm looking at that wall going, they all think they are exactly the same, but every one of them is slightly different if you know what you're looking at. So it's really, we can learn a lot from studying wolves. Can you stay on for another segment, Tao? I got to ask you a question. Do you have time? Absolutely. We're better. Okay. We're talking to the great Tao Alfaro, who wrote a book called The Wolf Connection and has spent the last 20 plus years of his life helping human beings by letting them learn how the wolf gets along. It's a fascinating area of work, and he's a trailblazer in it. We'll get into more questions with him coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN. the Weekend Warrior Facebook Know Your Knee Posts. One of the most complicated areas of the body. ACL, PCL, MCL, patella supplication. Really? Dr. Clapper translates the language of your knee on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Whoa. Simply type in Weekend Warrior in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Wow! Your knee feels better already. Damn right. Like, follow, and feel better Hello there. with the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Thank you.